So they look at prostitutes like uh, they take the dick so you won't have to. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, so they, <laughs> that's, that's a very humane way of looking at it. Yeah. So when you go over to, um, and I, I think, I know it started with America and some other country. It was a negotiation that was started. I think it was Japan. But yeah, y'all come up in here. Um, you can fuck our hoes so you don't go out there raping our um, established women. So you don't, you're only fucking like 1% of our population, so the rest of the other... That's kind of... No, I take it back. That's kind of a, like, you know, you just like just... Like you're treating like prostitutes as lesser, lesser than people. Yeah, it's crazy because you are... You're going to... You're having, you're having a battle in a country, um, Korea. So you're fighting a country, and while you're fighting that country, you negotiate that, hey, our men need to fuck too. So y'all need to provide services so that our men can have sex. So if you do that, we won't go out there and rape you women. You know what my favorite battle in Korea was? The Battle of the Ho Chan no, uh, best of the best uh, with uh, <laughs> Eric Roberts was somehow doing karate. Uh, it was a really good. That was a really good film. It was five on five. It mm-hmm. was the American karate team mm-hmm. uh, versus the Korean. I think it's the South Korean uh, Taekwondo team. Mm-hmm. And I've never been so inspired. You've never been so inspired. All right. So since you think that it is so funny that that you said that, and I, I listened to it on the podcast one time. Best of the um, best? It's a great movie. No, no, no. I listened to it on the podcast of what you told me um, when you was like, uh, I'm only interested in the things that I want to talk about. <laughs> I told you that? Yeah, he's like, man, you just seem like you're only interested in the things that you talk about. So that's why I don't bring anything to the table. So we're going to start out with you today. I, I want you to talk to me about something that you know damn well I have no interest in as far as watching it. Right, like, like a movie, um, like a whole sports um, genre. Oh, okay. Let's go to football. Yeah, I want you to explain to me what's going on in football today. We have uh, I know it's twenty twenty three. I haven't watched football for context of everyone. My son was born in two thousand eighteen. I think uh, I stopped watching football that the season. The last season I watched football was the year after the Panthers went to the Super Bowl for no damn reason. Uh, Kaepernick nailed in 16, right? I want to say it was 15. I, I want to say, for some reason, 2015. It was 15. Stick, yeah, 2015 sticks in my head. That's 50? The 50th year? The 50th Super Bowl. 50th Super Bowl. And that, yeah, that had to be the Cam Newton year. Yeah, that's some reason that, that year sticks in my head. I think, I don't think it came to a head until 2016 because 2016 mm-hmm. was the last time you played on the team. Yeah, the last time I watched the football game, the last time I went and saw in attendance a football game was the Kaepernick, the 49ers versus Panthers with Kaepernick playing. They lost. We won. Ha ha. Um, oh, now you, oh, you cheering again, y'all. Uh, I'm just saying. Back then I was cheering, so I'm cheering now. Back then, hopes didn't want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but let's see. The following year behind that, well, that's the same year that he got fired. So whatever, whatever year he got fired was the last year I watched football. That's just the context for the day. So I don't know what's going on in football today. So, well, uh, one thing, Black Power, because they are it's a Super Bowl with two black quarterbacks. Woo! 
Who are they? Because I'm pretty sure I never heard of neither one of them. Jalen Hurts and Patrick never Mahomes. Heard of him. I heard of him. They call him Jordan. Who? They say he's the Jordan of quarterbacking. I wouldn't go that damn far. Is that because you're still a fan? No, I just wouldn't go that far. Philly fan. <laughs> like, no, that's bro. When you say Jordan, dog, Jordan is so fucking dope that you got to qualify how you comparing a person to Jordan. I had a conversation with uh, same way with LeBron. Not really, because um, LeBron, you got to kind of qualify. They have a how LeBron factor in basketball, basketball now. Why well, just? They have a stat line for LeBron. Yeah, comparing get... everybody against LeBron. Okay, he played for like what eighty five years now. Of course, he's gonna have a lot of stats. Twenty. But um, don't tell me one of the people don't understand exaggeration. I know. <laughs> um, but I don't know. But anyway, off track. Um, but yeah, there's two black quarterbacks now, Jalen Hurts, who I'm rooting for. Um, there's a lot of different reasons why I'm rooting for the Eagles, but one is that he got jerked around a bit in college, mm-hmm. in my estimation. And Patrick Mahomes, who I think if he keeps on the trajectory that he's on, I think he will be the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, but... Yeah, to compare him to Jordan, though, uh, that's a little bit much. But it's great. It was great. Um, first time in history two black quarterbacks played in the Super Bowl. And honestly, I think it's a testament to what happens if you let black people play quarterback. Yeah. Um, they know, I know for a fact they ain't know what to do in the beginning. Like how you don't know what to do with that camera right now? Yeah, I don't know what to do with this camera right now. <laughs> I'm trying to get this camera to stay up and get... Oh my god! Trying to get a good whoopsie, aim. whoopsie. Oh, that's MK, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you, I'll cut somebody in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. No, that's Toasty. That's a, toasty, yeah. Toasty. Yeah. Remember, and I had I always thought they said whoopsie, so that's what that's what came with that. I remember being so goddamn mad at that because that's how you're supposed to be able to fight smoke, and I can never fight smoke. Mm. It was like you put. I think when he hits, when he says toast, he puts it like down and something other. Mm-hmm. I got what it, what it was, but it was like I'm not fighting smoke right now. What the fuck are you doing, Mortal Kombat? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, I think it's a good time uh, to be a, a football fan, a uh, black football fan. Yeah. Um, I mean, people. I think what it is, people forget about the law averages when it comes to black people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't look, kind of like it's kind of like with coaching. Actually, it's actually a good analogy. Uh, not analogy; it's a good comparison. Because yeah, I actually made this argument to uh, white supremacists online on Twitter one time. Mm-hmm. And I said that we look at it from like a military standpoint, right? Like if 50% of all lieutenants are like black, mm-hmm. you would expect, you know, what's the, what's the rank above lieutenant? I can't. Like captain, right? Or major? Colonel or something. I forgot you, Navy. All right. So um, if 50% of all lieutenants are black, you'd expect that to translate to the upper ranks, right? Right. The next rank, even though there's probably less of the next rank in general, mm-hmm. you'd expect the 50% of them to be, you know, black, and then so on and so forth. But of, like, 50% of lieutenants are all black, and that percentage of black, like, black people in the next rank gets lower Captain. and lower and lower, mm-hmm. okay, now you got to explain that. Because, either, I mean, there's something going on there, basically. Right. So it's kind of like that with Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. If you don't allow a whole lot of black quarterbacks, then you're not mm-hmm. going to have a whole lot of black quarterbacks that win the Super Bowl. Um, same thing with uh, coaching. Right. If the league, the players are predominantly black, mm-hmm. you would expect the coaching to be, the leadership to be predominantly black. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, people just act, people act like law averages don't work for black people. Right. They, um, so I, I know... 
the fight against mobile quarterbacks was they started changing the route. Well, once mobile quarterbacks became a thing and Michael Vick came and showed the fuck out, mm-hmm. um, they started changing the rules to make it to where I don't. if you stayed in the pocket, they call it the Tom, it was the Tom Brady rule. You stayed in the pocket, you get more protection than if you go yeah. out of the pocket. But, I mean, a lot of that, too, is getting lax because I think what they realize, because the college, college football's offensive um, sensibilities, mm-hmm. they started to creep into the NFL when Vic came in. Because mm-hmm. Vic was the first quarterback. People forget this. That ran and shoot? The ran option in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They just, it, it, they were half-assing. I guess they were trying it out, but, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the old ways are still there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, trying to get a quarterback who you know don't have a certain skill set and force him to use the skill set. Certain t- sets of people don't have an imagination. Right. Um, so <laughs> that was a whole different conversation. We were off, um, we were off, we were off camera with that. Um, but, yeah, so basically he ran an option, but it was like poo-pooing it. Like, you can't run an option with a quarterback in the NFL. Defense is so, uh, defenses are too fast for that. Like, well, he's faster than every fucking defense in the NFL. So right. why are we complaining? But I think when guys like Mike, when Vince Young got into the league, that's when they started to take the read option a little bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. And then you saw it again with Cam was the next big jump in it. Mm-hmm. So it was like every significant, every time there's a new black quarterback, there was a significant, like, more focus on those skill sets. Mm-hmm. And then when, I guess, what year was that? Somebody came on the NFL. I think, no, I think it was Cam. That's when it exploded. Because yeah. Cam was the first QB that could move that was that damn big. Mm-hmm. And, and he, was, he was bricking yeah, linebackers. That's right when it was like, okay, let's go ahead and do this shit. Yeah. And... Also, I mean, there's a reason why you see a lot more scoring in college. Traditionally, you saw a lot more scoring in college than you do mm-hmm. in the pros because, like, offenses were so creative with it. Like, you didn't have to have the best players. Mm-hmm. You could actually just scheme and you could sch- not not reverse that. The scheme started to match the level of talent in the NFL. Right. Because you had those people who were, like, just old school. Like Jeff Fisher. Mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher fucked up Vince Young's career trying to be old school. Right. For no reason. Right. I don't know, but I think that's what, I mean, you're starting to see it now. Like, the game changed, and you realized, okay, we need guys who can move. Because you see the white boys know how to move now. Yeah. That, that's probably what that's really weight now. Yeah, white uh, boys we, that can we move. Need, we need some white boys that can Because back then you had Steve Young and maybe Mark Brunel. Yeah. Yeah. See, Young threw short passes, I ran. Yeah. It was rare He's that he <laughs> threw a long pass. You know, though, um, my favorite, still my favorite football commercial does involve him in some way. The Burger King commercial when it's a, when it's the Burger King on his bo- like transports oh, yeah, into his body yeah. and he's running for that that, that, that mm-hmm. iconic run. That shit still makes me laugh, especially when you see like <laughs> they they change the angle and you see the king running straight towards the camera, mm-hmm. but he's looking to the side with that weird ass king look. Mm-hmm. That shit is still fucking funny to me. Man. It is. It's um that that I don't know why they got rid of him. Oh yeah, they said he scared kids, right? He did have a, a, a freaky ass face. That smile was so weird. I think that was the best mascot in fast food. I think he's better than Ronald, yeah. Yeah. I think he's better than Ronald. Where's Ronald been, by the way? Oh, you don't know? No. Um, he's getting phased out. Why? Um, I forgot well, Getting, exactly. he's already been phased out. I haven't seen Ronald McDonald in a long time. I forgot exactly, but it's something about, um, oh, clowns. Clowns start getting, like, a bad rep, so they start phasing out. Talk about that later. Clown. We could talk about that later, actually. Um, <laughs> man, no, I, I do I did see this one that freaked the shit out of me though. Mm-hmm. It was like an old cereal commercial. It was like the clown came up, the clown came up the ground, and apparently that's not. The, it didn't sound like that for real inside mm-hmm. the um, commercial when it came out. But somebody slowed the voice down, mm-hmm. and when I said that shit scared the shit out of me, 
I was like, I'm going to build a time machine, go back to 1960, whatever, just not eat that fucking cereal. <laughs> um, but I don't know. my question with the NFL, though, is how long are we going to hold up black ownership? Do you, do you, have you seen ownership? I mean, yeah. have you seen that NFL, Yeah, we talked Jones? about that. We talked about that, but what I'm saying is... Jerry Jones is still standing in that picture <laughs> looking at them. It's going here. Yeah. Hey, hold on. Don't hurt the niggas to bust now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, boy four, that boy runs a 4-3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put him on the field. <laughs> Not <laughs> in the house. <laughs> that be some bullshit for real. Like, that be some bullshit. Like, you to protect all the fast black dudes. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, why am I laughing at that? <laughs> um, uh, but, so, um, question. Um, the two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So... A long time ago, when I did watch football, I, I used to compare Cam Newton and Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. because, to me, they were of the same breed of quarterback. Mm. However, um, damn it, the whole time I haven't been, been pressing play. All right, so, <laughs> to me, they were the same breed of quarterback. Yeah. Kaepernick was a better passer. Cam and was a better Cam runner. Cam was a better runner. Just More effective he, runner. Yeah, he was built like a, a brick house. Brick like, shit house? That's not, a term uh, like a male brick house? No homo. Um, but they were both from the same breed mm-hmm. <clears throat> to me. Um, yeah. In the comparison of the two quarterbacks in the Super Bowl today, um, how would you say they are as quarterbacks? Like, way is ahead. anybody like. Way ahead. I know that question, I know that question was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, way ahead. I think. Both of them are like Ryan style. But they can run. They can run. They, they can, can throw. They can run, but yeah, throwing is. Mahomes is a better passer than Hurts, mm-hmm. but that's like saying. That's like saying a porn star has a bigger dick than you. Like, there's no shame in that, bro. Mahomes is probably the most talented thrower I've ever seen in football. Mm. Um, Hurts is actually. He was actually more. I would actually, given how strong he is and shit, mm-hmm. he's not as big as Cam, but I'd say he he's of that cloth. But I don't know if his coaching, because coaching in some places are different. Because coaches nowadays, you see more coaching black quarterbacks actually play quarterback. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, you get a black quarterback, <clears throat> and they either like just try to force, they either try to force him to play a style that he doesn't play mm-hmm. and don't coach him to it really well. Or they would just let him run around and right. not give him any hit. Like, case in point, Cam Newton and them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Cam Newton gets drafted. What did, the, what did the Panthers do? Get rid of Steve Smith. Get rid of Steve Smith. Get rid of good offensive linemen. Yeah. It's for some reason. Like, I, I never understood it. But Hide the blind side and put him on the front side. Right. But, <laughs> um, but, quarter, like, but coaches today, that's why I respect Andy Reid. Because mm-hmm. even back then, Andy Reid coached. He get a black quarterback mm-hmm. and coach them to actually, you know, play quarterback. Mm-hmm. People, forget, Michael Vick had his best years as a passer under Andy Reid. And you look at McNabb. McNabb to me is a Hall of Famer. I don't know why people keep Eagles, tripping. right? Yeah. And I don't know why people keep tripping, but I think Donovan McNabb's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at the people who get in the Hall of Fame now. Smart quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, yeah, like, because like, that's my problem with um, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It's like, because Pat, shout out to Pat, he and I, he he reminded me shout of that. Out. Like, like all this running around that Lamar Jackson does now, mm-hmm. he didn't do that in college. He actually threw the ball. Mm. But, you know, the Ravens, to their credit, they do put people around him in, like, in context of the offense they kept trying to run. Mm-hmm. But I was like, y'all didn't really think to actually, okay, okay, he has trouble throwing the ball to the outside. No one thought to actually coach him to throw the ball to the outside. Right. 
like, which is weird to me. I always thought throwing up, the, throwing in the middle with so much traffic is harder than do throw to the outside, but mm-hmm. it's a longer way to travel, so whatever. Right. But I was like, I mean, no one went out and got this guy number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one got this guy a left tackle. Although I understand your, your offensive line is good because you run the ball so much, but, I mean, the guy does need to drop back and throw the ball at some point. Right. But now and you, run up, you run him so much in that style that you're kind of uh, – you're you're unwilling to give him the money that he wants. So it, it's a weird thing. It's like a mixed bag. Some You get more of it now. Mm-hmm. People actually coaching black quarterbacks to play quarterback. But it's still a work in progress. Lamar needs to sign the clutch sports. Does clutch sports I think represent he, football? Yeah, cause I want to say – no, because he was with Donda. I want to say there are some um, – there are some NFL guys. But clutch sports, when you think of them, you think of basketball, though. Right. Um, uh, are the Lakers Cause all of them On the Lakers Yeah right <laughs> Oh you think You're going to get Kyrie uh, It's the only place That makes sense for me It's the only place It's the only place I can see them going Well they said The Clippers just made a bid But The only place That really Would take them And Want to pay him that money Be the Lakers It's the Lakers uh, For me From a personnel standpoint It makes sense Most people don't want them at all so yeah, because inside like, the Lakers uh, Reddit group, though, ninety four percent of the fans won't carry. I can see that. Like, for me, and you know that's Jew country too. For me, I keep wondering why people keep saying Miami. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't. Th- if you if you send them to Miami, you got to send Jimmy Butler back. I don't think him and Jimmy Butler can coexist mm-hmm. for very long. No, Jimmy's a leader, leader. Yeah, like Jimmy. If you outside of talent, although I think he's pretty talented. If you put him on the Bulls, the 90 Bulls, and took Michael Jordan off, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't notice a difference in how everybody acted. Right. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I just don't think the whole not coming to work thing, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. I mean, okay, I get it. The pandemic was a thing. You didn't want to get vaccinated. Fine. Mm-hmm. We'll, work out something, we'll work out something about this pay, because I'm not paying you all this fucking money for you not to come to work. Mm-hmm. But fine, I get it. Now everybody wanted the vaccine. Then you start seeing off-the-wall shit, not wanting to explain yourself, you know, Kyrie comes off as somebody who doesn't need to be famous, for one thing. Yeah, but I, I, I could see that. I, I, I think we t- spoke about it before, but I think Kyrie is more of the person that he learns something, and as he's learning, he's sharing what he's learning. But doesn't know how but to But doesn't know what he's learning yet. I can see that, yeah. You understand it? Yeah. Like, you know the 5% of all the hoteps and everything that um, – as soon as they learn something, they want to throw it out there. Go yeah. throw it out there, but mm-hmm. they don't, they haven't heard, learned the whole thing. Yeah, and what's is true, I guess you get you're a little bit more fanatical when you're just learning something. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's fanatic, but you know what I'm saying. But yeah, you're right. Like you should stop throwing shit out there yeah. that's high like high concept if you ain't willing or able to explain it. Bob, he did the same thing. Oh, the world is flat, and then oh snap. I have too much memory in my iPhone. I have to delete stuff. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, the world is flat. Blah, 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 blah. And then people start buying his music. And then he automatically went down. And it, it was more because, I mean, if you listen to B.O.B.'s music, he was always saying stuff like, um, before everybody starts saying that shit for real, he was like, the battery don't come out your phone. Like, no shit. <laughs> if, if they want to track you, they could track you no matter where you at. The battery don't come out your phone. Batteries always have a little bit of reserve power. It tastes like 
a certain amount of time for the reserve power to kick off where you can't turn your stuff on, mm. but there's enough juice in it for it to be pinged. You know what I'm saying? You think he's talking about the bios and all that? Yeah, he's um, he was talking about that in music. Yeah. <laughs> so he was he was about he he Wait, knew do some stuff. Bios? Huh? They gotta have a bios. Yes. No, that's not what I'm thinking about. The thing, no, because the bios is what well, you talking about. Kernel memory. No, the stuff that kicks off when you turn the phone on. The stuff that actually um keeps the clock in t- in line. Yeah, that'll be your yeah. That's your bios and your kernel. Okay. Um. But alone, but he's kicking that shit in music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But out, outwardly, he's saying wild shit. And again, um, as we talked about when we come to when we talked about Kanye, mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they say is like absolute fact. It's written out there. Um, but it's the people that it's coming from and how you say it. Like, also, I think what it is too. I think that's when the class of knowledge and the class of knowing and understanding basically mm-hmm. like you stop don't you shouldn't regurgitate something until you understand it mm-hmm. but uh, i try not to do that like that, that's the difference between um when we grew up and the microwave generation right now and and we're part of the microwave generation but we had a little bit of that old school too yeah because i'm like because there's a lot of shit that i know like i'm, I'm not saying that shit of like like a lot of shit too like I'd like to actually learn more of but I'm not gonna let you know I wanna learn that shit out loud like you know fuck all that cause I understand one thing <laughs> like if you just touch certain things nowadays yeah um you, you're pretty much gonna be in it well that's one of the reasons why I keep everything as close to me as possible yeah it's cause I mean you could counsel me and I ain't gonna change <laughs> nothing on me <laughs> you know what I'm saying alright well, with but, me I, I like for me it's like I, I wouldn't mind getting cancelled if I knew it was a hill to die on mm-hmm. but I don't always know I don't always know if this is the hill to die on mm-hmm. so sometimes I let it go I went to see um, but speaking of hill to die on I went to see uh, Dave Chappelle Chris Rock um, what's that dude name Donnell Rollins and some white boy um, and whew, problematic <laughs> like I'm, I'm. I look at comedian. I look at comedians as more of activists, right? I don't think Chris Rock has ever been funny. Like it's not enough. And a Chris Rock stand up, it's not enough humor in it for me to pay to see. You know what I'm saying? Um, my wife wanted to see what he was gonna say, but I I didn't see the point in. Spending money on Chris Rock because he's never been funny to me. Hmm. However, um, the things that they say as activists, so as a comedian, I wouldn't pay to see him. As an activist, I could convince myself to give some money to Ticketmaster and go watch him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I go in there and say, I mean, when these people get a lot of money, <laughs> yeah. their views change like a motherfucker. Money does that though. Yeah, Chris Rock was his first like twenty minutes was like, damn, I can't agree to none of this shit. Yeah. Like and then it it got he humored himself by talking about uh him getting slapped on stage. And then he went into some um activist type shit where he was talking about You still dining out on that? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, it happened less than a year ago, right? They go on the tour. You know, stages for them last about a year. 
that's true. So yeah. it'll probably start phasing out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Charleston was the last stop on that tour. So he'll phase out and go into the Apparently Chappelle loves this town. I think he does. He said um, that, I think I, I caught him a few years ago. I was still at Xfinity, I think. I was still mm-hmm. well, working at Xfinity. Um, and he, um, I think he said he was at the um, the performance center. Yeah, that's what it was. He was at the performance center. I came right from work and went over there. Um, and he said that this is a hipster town, so that's why he kind of liked it. Yeah. So if you see where he's from... A little, but he's from DC. Well, this has a lot of hipsters, well, black hipsters. Yeah, I'm sorry, not where he's from, where he moved to. Yeah, that, that place in Ohio. Yeah. yeah, so he moved to, um, from where Mount Silver Springs, Ohio, I think they call it. Because I think where it is is not really even a town; it's more like a village. Yeah, cause is I think it's called the Xavier, the town that we went to, and they was like, yeah, Dave Chappelle, his house was like five yeah. minutes that way. Um. Oh, I shouldn't probably say that. Anyway, well, but, I, just said was, I mean, I don't think it's a secret. But my that he wife's family there. is from Springfield, Ohio, and it's like a fifteen-minute drive to where the town he lives. where he lives. Yeah. Um. So, basically, if you look at that, and you look at the way he, the the, the places that he he went to, like on his ten city tour, mm-hmm. um, he. The ten city tours where he just took the places where he knew a lot of people were going to come to for the money aspect of it. Where mm-hmm. he basically dropped his own documentary and all that stuff. Right. He wanted to get the most eyes on it. But if you take all those cities out <laughs> and the other places he decided to stay at, Charleston mm-hmm. is like the top place. Yeah. Um, um, so he likes places like this. Well, if we were comedians, I never looked at them as activists, really. Unless they were actually doing activism. Let me, me rephrase that. Black comedians. Black comedians. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, for me, activism, because I think people conflate activism with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So that's why I want to make that distinction. Because like people, I keep telling people woke is not, well, we see white people get mad at woke. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so woke. I'm like, listen, you're not mad at woke. Because woke really just meant awareness, as the fucking name means. Like, you know, we would say it to each other as black people, like, hey, stay woke. Because we know that if we're black in the space, things happen differently for us, basically. Yeah, that, that came so, from um, Islam, where, where you go, stay woke, don't go to sleep, and let these people yeah. um, traumatize your brain or uh, right. it was take like, over your brain. Yeah, but like people, like white people, as they do, they get a hold of something that we, mm-hmm. a concept that we develop, and then they misunderstand it, and then they get mad at their misunderstanding. That's why you got to keep white people out your business. <laughs> but <was> like woke, <laughs> like when y'all, I'm like, y'all ain't mad at woke, y'all mad at activism. Mm-hmm. That's what you're mad about, and that's in either case you gotta actually ask yourself what you're so mad about. Mm-hmm. But that's really what you you're mad about. So I would say like mm-hmm. I don't see anybody an activist until I see them doing some actual activism, mm-hmm. because the society just confuses the word. But what I always looked at uh, philo- like I look at comedians as philosophers, modern day philosophers, mm-hmm. especially the great ones. And I don't see a whole lot of that in comedy nowadays. Like I see some of it in Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. but I think he I don't know. What happened, but he, he doesn't always fully combine the two like he used to. Right. Like, when he's on his straight-up philosophical, like, his philosopher kick, you can tell he's on that. Because he hasn't said, he doesn't say anything funny when he does it. Mm-hmm. Like, he says some shit that I agree with, I'm listening to, like, the whole, when he, the eight minutes and... Eight, eight forty-six or eight twenty-six. Everything he said I agreed with, mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. But I'm like, this shit is not funny, though. Like, I'm not going to stop listening to this, because this is actually great, something right. great to listen to. But he hasn't told one joke since he's been up here. Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, but when he, he starts didn't te- tell a joke, but the way he is, he's naturally funny. He's just, yeah, he's a funny so, guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But on the other hand, when he tells jo- a lot of jokes he says now, I'm thinking, like, I can see why people are mad at that. Because I'm like, oh, you kind of you kind of swung at them just now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know where it was. I, maybe the internet killed it because I think a lot of people... A lot of people fancy themselves comedians now that aren't really funny. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of comedy now is de-evolved and just being mean-spirited. You got a lot of TikTok superstars. Yeah. It was like, because you get people who are like, I'm like, that shit wasn't funny. Like, I'd, I'd try to beat your ass too if I was him. Yeah. Like, um, I, I saw one video um, with these kids, and it's weird people with people. But um, this guy, it wasn't kids, he was like a grown-ass man. And that's why I was like, even I took offense to it, right? Mm-hmm. But it was this, this um, martial arts teacher. He was in his dojo, and he was teaching one of his um, students, a younger girl, right? Right. And this guy comes in. He's wearing, like, um, the Cobra Kai gi and all that. And he's challenging. He, and he's jokingly, but he's challenging the guy, right? Right. Uh, to a fight for his dojo, which apparently, especially if you do it in front of a, a sensei students, that's mm-hmm. very disrespectful in that world. And you got the guy on camera. The guy actually has a, a student, so he's literally working right now. Right. Right. And they keep telling the guy, the guy says, hey, man, get out, man. This is, no, what are you doing? Get out of here, right? He's yeah, being I would, like... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be this ass. Yeah, he's being... No, he, it, it, didn't, it didn't end into a fight, but dude was yelling like a motherfucker, and he like, get the fuck out my dojo or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it from a sensei to be cursing like that, by the way. That shit threw me off. Um, but like, people in the comments section was like, huh, that guy's, a, t- he, that guy's a, a, a sensei, and he's acting like that? Like, yes, there was no part of what they did that was a positive thing for that guy. Right, and they wouldn't leave when he asked them like three times to leave. At a certain point, he I probably just called the cops. Mm-hmm. But they get people in the comments, oh man, you could have fun with the boys and all that, man. Like you know, make it make it look a little fun thing. Yeah. I'm like, listen, that's the problem with your kids. I said that. To, I'm like, that's the problem with your kids. Y'all think everybody's playing, right? Like, dude is literally on the clock, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that look, them lessons ain't probably ain't cheap. Like, dude's probably trying to get the people this money work because it helps him out. It helps them out. Like, why are y'all in here fucking playing? And nothing else, the guy asked you to leave his, he asked you to leave his private business like mm-hmm. three times and you wouldn't mm-hmm. move. Like, if dude, I'm not I'm not clear on it, but if dude pulled out the glizzy, he would have been in his race. Right. I told him to get off my private property. And it was like, what, like, what is what you kids are thinking just being assholes is funny? Because it's just not, it's not Everybody funny. trying to get views. Yeah. Because like, if dude a karate kick in your fucking neck, I wouldn't have said shit. I would have. I would have actually been on the stand in his like. Dude said three times, get the fuck out of this building. Mm-hmm. I would look right at the jury and say that. So he said leave. Dude would not leave, and he had to get the wrath. He had to defend. He had to get the wrath of that runhouse kick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's, and I'd have been, let's and I'd have, I'd have popped up in the corner, toasty. <laughs> <laughs> let's take it back. Uh, so football. We start off at football. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Starting off. So um. In the Super Bowl, we have finally have two two black quarterbacks. Um, no black owners. One is probably going to go down, maybe, as the greatest quarterback ever. Although I don't want him to win this particular game. That, so, how many Super Bowls uh, Pat Pat been to? This will be his third. Right? He won his. He won his. He won his first. He went back to back in his second and third year, I believe. And then he missed uh, the last couple, I believe. Okay. Was it? Because he won it and he lost to Brady. 21 was... 
who the hell was twenty one? Did he lose to Brady with and when Brady was in Tampa Bay? Yeah, but it wasn't Brady that beat him. That defense was on his ass, mm-hmm. and that offense his offensive line wasn't that good. But that defense, like there's a couple of plays he snapped the ball. Mm-hmm. Fuck was already in the backfield waiting on him. Mm. I was like, yeah, yeah, this shit ain't pretty. I don't give a damn how good your arm is, how fast your receivers is. That's def- what they did to Cam. That's I was like, what the fuck? And that was that was such an un- I'm thinking back at it. That was such an unremarkable Super Bowl. Dog, they was in the backfield before Cam had the ball fully in his hand most of the game. Yeah. And it still came down to the wire. <laughs> but I just, I don't remember and, that Super Bowl. Yeah, and then Cam it, Cam was the only superstar on, because you did have the superstar defense that we had, but you had, uh, I want to, uh, I forgot that dude named Davis, TD. The linebacker that came out there with his arm broken, wearing a cast. Couldn't tackle nobody, so he was just running into him full speed, trying to knock him off balance. Which is just basically tackling nowadays. Yeah. Um, Luke Keekley, Concussion Central. Um, Who the fuck won the 21 Super Bowl? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I'm going to whoop up my trusty Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm trying to think. Um, we have. Yeah, so in that scene, you had it was basically Von Miller versus Cam Newton, and uh, other only other face was uh, Peyton Manning, and it was really nothing to watch. However, Cam still went out there with me, you, your mama, and your cousin too <laughs> as the receivers. <laughs> so, so, so it was it was crazy. To, to watch that dude carry, he carried the Panthers on his back for a whole season. Okay, so it was when the it was when the Rams beat the Bengals. Okay, Rams beat. The, oh, Rams do have a Super Bowl. They won last year, right? Yeah. Rams won last year, right? Yeah. Because my neighbor was, that was a the Ram, second one. Yeah. My old neighbor was a Rams fan. Okay, so all right, so I'm good. All right. Um. So it was Rams last year. The year before was, was when um, Mahomes lost to Brady. Brady, and, and then, then before that was won. when Mahomes beat um, when he beat um uh Garoppolo and Forty ers mm. and I think the year before that was when the Rams lost to Brady again. Mm. Dang, so, thank God for that, cause that motherfucker Brady coming back out of retirement. I don't know, man. I mean, you watched him this shit. Did he look really washed for yeah. the whole year? Yeah, but I'm different when it comes to watching like mm-hmm. football. Like I'm not in love with players. Mm-hmm. Like, I got my favorite player, my favorite stealer of all time is Troy Polamalu. Mm-hmm. But you can ask Pat, that last year, when we lost to the um, Packers um, in the Super Bowl. Rest in peace, right? No, he's still alive. That's Franklin Harris you're thinking about. Um, oh, I'm I like Polamalu killed. Okay, keep going. I was like, um, he didn't need to be playing no more. I can already tell. Like, maybe because I actually started watching the Steelers early when we were more like that, when we would mm-hmm. get rid of players a year or two early mm-hmm. before they fell off on our watch. But I'm like... I would have got rid of Ben Roethlisberger in 2015, after 2015 season. Like, I feel Belichick. I know he's Brady and all that. But, I mean, people give Max Kellerman shit for being wrong about when Brady would fall off the cliff. People never think about the fact that he's right and that he will fall off the cliff. That's just the nature of sports. Yeah. Like, and I don't want that shit to happen on my watch. Because right. that shit will knock you. That shit will fuck you up. Like, it took... It, it It's taken a coach a long time to recover from... Um, Lucky. Luck. Andrew Luck retiring on him out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't want, I don't want that shit happening on my watch. Yeah. 
And because that now, now you get to a point where now you chasing the position. You think um, they should re reinvent the wheel with the NFL and the XFL with just an age limit. All right, so when you turn 30, you got to get the fuck out of the game. I won't say that because you got people who can still play sports at 30. Ah, but we know that the, the NFL, we know football kills people. Well, you said, thing about, you said about a lot of things, though. We know football makes you a vegetable. Not everybody. And it's getting, although I don't think, hypothetically speaking, I would want my son to play in football. It's gotten a lot better when it comes to, like, I mean, because I think they're a little bit overzealous for protecting players' brains mm-hmm. now. Because it's like they throw flags on shit and, like, if I'm, try- if I'm trying to hit the quarterback and my hand slaps his helmet, mm-hmm. they throw a flag on that. Right. And I'm like, I'm pretty Brady sure. Room. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that my hand ain't that goddamn hard. But somebody, if, if Cam Newton's running outside the pocket and the football player comes up, run up to him, jump on his arm, <laughs> Yanks it out the socket, put him in a uh, chicken wing, and slams his face into the ground. Now, I don't think that's no a black flag. quarterback thing. Cause they've been robbed. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend the NFL I, on I that one. I just Cam because Cam was my quarterback. That's what Ben Roethlisberger, man. I, them motherfuckers just do fatalities on Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. Like I mean, one time I saw her was Richard Seymour. It was Haloti Nada from the Ravens or Richard Seymour when he was playing on the Raiders. That was just in, in reference to all those rape charges that Ben had. All I knew was like, I saw is one of those women. One of them dudes, I mean, he just got up stole on this dude mm-hmm. in the middle of the play and no flag. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, well, that's kind of. That's for me. If I'm playing defense, I take matters in my own hand. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, the refs, I'm looking right at the sideline. Like, the refs ain't doing shit. I'm not looking at the sideline, I'm going to pass a message on to somebody. I'm like, listen, the refs ain't doing shit for my quarterback. So I understand. All right. I'm about to do some shit. I'm do you, to, yeah, like right now, Patrick. I'm Patrick Belver, Beverly. Yeah, when I when I when I suplex your quarterback, mm-hmm. I want you to let the refs know. Y'all better start throwing these fucking flags. Yeah. Refs could have saved you. Yeah, right. That's why I don't stand out anymore. Like like players that don't do that. Like I mean, this is, the refs ain't helping. So all right, where yeah, they bred that out, man. Yeah. Like right. and now it's just like look at Tez. He's, he has the quarterback in the chokehold. <laughs> It's the, <laughs> he has something in a million dollar dream. <laughs> Referee been aside, raising his hand three times like a wrestling. <laughs> but I do want to say a word on um, ownership, though. Yeah. Uh, in the NFL, because I know Byron Allen was recently trying to buy the Denver Broncos before they actually sold it to the Walton family, mm-hmm. the people who own Walmart, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, at a certain point, there has to be a team that has a majority black ownership. Because, I mean,. Have you seen that Jerry Jones picture? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it, but I mean, if you want to, if the NFL really wants to turn this image around, the smart thing would be to get Jay Z or somebody to get a bunch of his home, like a bunch of investors together, to get a team. Because I understand, like, if if there's going to be an American that has enough money to actually just straight up buy a team, it's mm-hmm. probably going to be a white man. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, like, they need some more quote unquote flavor in the room. The reason why they're raising the price of what it costs to buy an NFL team is not because um, they actually are worth that much. It's because they want to keep those people out. So now we have black billionaires, and now it can't be a billion dollars to buy a team anymore. Basketball or football? Well, inflation. Eh. Inflation. You remember when the Clippers were so – it was estimated them to be worth – it wasn't even billion dollars, and I think the dude bought it for like four billion. Uh, 
Inflation. I thought that was a weak ass protest to that owner though when it was like, oh, we're playing these playoff games for us, not him. Like, no, nigga, you're playing a playoff game for him. Let's yeah. be real about this. Just so you're contractually obligated to play the fucking game. Yeah. Everybody understands. I kind of feel like that was their year to win too. Nigga, just. These hoes bring it down, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want to tell me about the NFL, man? Um, uh, not really. We had a good 40-minute conversation. We went off the rails a little bit, but hey, about the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen. Life and goes off the rails. Only one of us watches it. Life goes off the rails sometimes. Okay. And I ain't gonna lie, like you can't you can't get away from the NFL. <laughs> because it's, I'd be at the drink. I was at the gym and I looked up and I was like, okay, that is Donovan McNabb. Donovan F. McNabb. And I was like, and it was like a bunch of people standing on a the steps and talking. So I was like, oh, that's Donovan McNabb. That's Michael Vick. Um, Wait, why do we call him Donovan F. McNabb when his middle name is Jamal? Wow. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I was like, that's Robert Griffin III. RG3, baby. And then I was like. Another black quarterback that got fucked over by kind of old school thinking a little mm-hmm. bit. And then, uh, uh, what's that dude? I don't even know the, who the quarterback is now, but I figured out that Robert Griffin III evidently was the Eagles quarterback at one time. He was? Evidently, because they had all Eagles quarterbacks. <laughs> I think he might have been doing an interview. But I, can't, I do not remember him being the Eagles quarterback. No, he was um, Washington when they were the, uh, that racist-ass name, mm-hmm. Cleveland and Baltimore. Oh, so he was never. See, but remember, no, he I works at ESPN. He on the, oh, okay, yeah. okay. So I don't know. He works for ESPN. All right, uh, we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna come back and talk about what we're gonna talk about. What we're gonna talk about, holiday. Um, you know what? I think we should. What What you wanna do right now? Fuck the police. Coming straight from the underground. Uh, or the Chinese spy balloon. Let's do both of them. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. Stop making my kind. Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's alright, cause I'm on the grind. 